brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Benghazi's select committee. He says he made the move after McCarthy seemed to suggest the committee was launched to hurt Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign, citing... The fact that there hasn't been a single hearing conducted by this committee since January because they're, quote, saving it up. Uh, in order to be able to dump all this uh, on Hillary Clinton during primary season. A new Quinnipiac poll this morning finds that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump still lead their parties in the three important swing states of Florida, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. On Wall Street, stocks higher on news of oil price gains. The Dow is up 61 points. I'm Michael Toscano. If you're without dental insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? We do. Introducing Dental Plans. Dental Plans takes a bite out of your dental bills with savings from 10 to 60%. There's no reason to not cut your dental bills in half. Join Dental Plans today and save 15% off any plan with promo code DENTAL429. Plus, get one month free. Visit dentalplans.com or call 800-391-DENTAL. Savings plans are not insurance. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. Your local pharmacist is also a HealthMart pharmacist. And they're not like other pharmacists. After mom's surgery, I was overwhelmed, but I was so relieved. Her HealthMart pharmacist was there to help. They explained her medication and even delivered to her house. Mom got the personal service she needed and I got something even better, peace of mind. Visit healthmart.com to find a locally owned HealthMart pharmacy near you. HealthMart, caring for you and about you. The Supreme Court is hearing arguments today in death penalty cases from a state that hasn't executed anybody in 50 years. One is about Kansas brothers sentenced for killing four people. The court also takes up the case of a Kansas man sentenced to death for murdering two people. There have been several high-profile executions of convicted murderers in several states over the last few weeks. Less known is the struggle states are having to get the drugs used in lethal injections. Correspondent Alan Skaya. States have carried out three executions in the past week, including one here in Texas. A woman was put to death in Georgia last week for killing her husband. Virginia borrowed lethal injection drugs from Texas to put a serial killer to death. Sodium pentothal is used in lethal injections. It's no longer made in the U.S. and states cannot import the drug. Many states now using the death penalty have switched to another drug. Executions in Montana have been halted because a judge ruled that pentobarbital does not meet the state's requirement that it put an inmate into a coma. I'm Michael. Hi, this is Alan Blood with Capital Financial Group. With home values increasing and low rates still available, now is the perfect time to refinance your home. Capital Financial Group, we have loan programs to fit your refinance needs, whether you want to pull cash out from your home, decrease your interest rate and monthly payment, or just reduce your loan to a 15-year payoff. We have programs that will help you refinance even if your income or credit is less than it used to be or if you're underwater on your mortgage. Instead of getting lost in the shuffle of a big bank or paying high fees at a credit union, call us and we'll help you refinance with the best rates and lowest closing costs for you. You may even qualify for one of our no-closing-cost loans. Call me today, Alan Blood, at 801-298-5887 to start saving money on your mortgage now. 801-298-5887, NMLS number 3146. Hi, I'm David Pickup, 
co-founder of the National Therapist Task Force. On Monday, October 26th, I'll be in Salt Lake City for a rare one-day conference featuring this nation's finest experts on the most critical moral issues of our day including doctors and therapists whose jobs are at risk for speaking politically incorrect truths about the medical and social science research being covered up. Legal experts who will show how activist judges are purposefully violating the Constitution and pastors whose religious liberty has been violated, how they are fighting back and winning. You'll hear from ex-gays who are silenced, children of gay parents, and even testimonials of transgendered regret. Join us to learn the untold and censored stories. Together, we'll unite around a positive action plan to preserve marriage, family, and religious liberty. Register today online at k-talk.com. Tickets range from $20 to $50 for an action-packed day. That's k-talk.com. Good morning, everybody. This is Scott with PrepperCon, and I've got my good buddy over here, the prepared guy, Shane. Go ahead and invi- introduce yourself. Good morning. My name is Shane. I am the prepared guy, so I will go my prepared guy, I guess, from now on. Sweet. We are now officially hosting, every Wednesday morning, a prepper hour, a preparedness, a survivalist. Let's just get down to the basics of it, an emergency preparedness hour. You're going to hear a lot of terms. The first one is prepper, because that's, that's what we are. You're also going to hear the term survivalist. We're, we're going to talk about what that is and what a prepper is. And, and really, all of it boils down to self-reliant. I mean, I've been doing this since I was 13, and I didn't even know I was a prepper until about five years ago. Shane, how long have you been I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as well. And uh, I think, you know, the official title of this is the PrepperCon, PrepperCon Radio, correct? Right. So we've got a lot of purposes, I guess, for this, for this uh, radio show is to, uh, I guess, not only bring people's awareness about prepping, about self-reliance, like you say, and I think that's really more what it's about, is about self-reliance, rather than just calling it prepping, or being preppers, or survivalists, as you say. Right. And a lot of people think that prepping is just, oh, I've got my guns, oh, I've got my food storage, oh, I've got a, a plan, and I'm an anarchy against the government, and, and that's not what it is at all. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, and I put a lot of thought into this recently as well, because I, I don't necessarily consider myself a prepper, uh, although t- uh, technically, yes, I am. But it's more about self-reliance. Exactly. And it's more about a lifestyle. It's a more a way of living. Um, I think one thing you'll hear me say a lot uh, is you have to look to the past to prepare for the future. And for me, it's about simplifying life. It's not about complicating my life with, like you say, getting food storage and guns and ammo and and uh, being critical of the government and everything else. It's about living a more simple life. Exactly. It's being responsible for yourself, for what you're trying to accomplish on a day-to-day basis. I mean, we live in an on-demand society, and 
for most people, when they talk about the end of the world scenarios, you know, which I think it's a lot of baloney for the most part. You'll hear, oh, on September 23rd, something's going to happen and the whole world's going to come to an end. Oh, screeching halt. I think that's a lot of malarkey. Uh, it's a lot of bull. And the reality is, is preparedness is just an everyday way of life. It's okay. I've got an extra change of clothes in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got food and water in the car in case I break down on the side of the road and have to wait 45 minutes to an hour for a tow truck. Yeah, absolutely. And the truth is, um, our lives are different now than they used to be a hundred years ago. Absolutely. And for thousands of years before that, uh, they were, everyone was self-sufficient, prepared. Um, you could definitely call them preppers if you want to use that term. Although I think that term really only originated in, you know, after, like you say, World War One, World War Two, somewhere around Yeah, there. the origin of the word that I found is, is really starts around World War Two, and everyone starts getting home from World War Two. People started using the term as, for prepper or prepping as people who are self-reliant, trying to take care of their own needs. Um, some of it was a little bit living off grid, uh, living completely off the land. That's more of the survivalist mindset. Um, and I'll talk about, let's, let's define both of those real quick. A prepper is someone that's by definition, stockpiling things in case of an emergency, be that food, be those, you know, guns and ammunition, medical supplies, day-to-day living items like your deodorant. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't have a, a shortage of, of toilet paper in my house. That is <laughs> the biggest not. emergency that's going to come across anybody's day. Is and when you have five girls at home, like I do, four daughters and of course my wife, um, toilet paper is a very essential part of prepping. Absolutely. And that's, and that to me is, isn't prepping. That's common sense. And that's Absolutely. what most of prepping is. So to give you a little, give you guys a little background on who I am. My name is Scott. I'm actually the founder of PrepperCon. Um, my team and I, we had our, our first show last April and thanks to the listeners here at KTalk and everybody else throughout the state, we actually had people all over the nation show up for this event. We had Almost 12,000 people come out to our first show. It was fantastic. We were expecting 6,500. It blew us away. The response was phenomenal. And what we found was the most exciting thing was that everybody said they either learned something new or they found gear that they didn't know existed that all of a sudden they had to have. You know, we had all the vendors on hand were, were really eager to help show people exactly why their products were beneficial. You know, 54% of the people that came... They responded saying they came purely for the vendors. And so we wanted to create this event so it would be more exciting, more fun, and really engage more audiences. Absolutely. And I uh, give you a bit of my background. Um, kind of like Scott said, he's been a, considered himself a prepper since he was 13. Um, I've always been, I guess, uh, I've been called MacGyver. I've been called uh, lots of different uh, nicknames that way. Um, but I've always found myself uh, wanting and having, having the desire to be prepared, um, even for the simple things in life. Um, I've, I call it not being just being prepared, but being always prepared and always prepared, the two different uh, uh, maybe uh, spellings that way. So it's not just about uh, preparing for some disaster, uh, which you know, we have to be mindful here along the Wasatch Front, uh, earthquakes in particular, but for everyday life. Um. Yeah, and listeners, I want you to get engaged. I mean, we're not only talking about preparedness. That's that's our primary focus here. But uh, we want to hear what you guys do. What are what are the things that you guys are worried about going on? What are the things that you're preparing for? What are the things that you guys find most uh, exciting 
in the world of preparedness and survivalist and emergency response. You know, I. It's funny because I get to talk to people all day, every day about this. I mean, that's part of my living now. Is is I do this and I also do real estate and and I'd like to do this full time and eventually get away from real estate so that I can just spend more time talking to people, helping people, getting them ready. And and it's funny because a lot of the people I talk to, they don't know what they're preparing for. Um, they're like, well, I don't know what I need to do. I don't know where I need to start. I just know that I need to. Um, and for me, the first thing that I started preparing for was joblessness. You know, after after I moved away from home, the first thought I had was what happens if I lose my job? I was living in Utah. My family was all from Colorado. And I had this really awesome job called manual labor. And it sucked. <laughs> I was working 12, 15 hours a day doing construction, moving wood, running my own little, you know... <laughs> Hey, but you got some skills. Hammer and saw, and I, I learned a lot of skills, but it was grueling work. And so when I got sick, I didn't have medical insurance. I didn't have any safety net, and I ended up getting the flu, and they let me go because I had the flu for a week. I couldn't come to work. Well, that was my wake-up call. I mean, I say I've been doing this since I was 13. It was, I was more into the survival side of things. I loved scouts. I loved building, building shelters. shelters. Yeah. I loved creating snares and trying different things and trying to make knives and and all the fun stuff that, you know, a typical teenage boy is going to get into back in, in that time. But when I moved out to Utah and I lost that job, I was like, holy crap. I barely had enough money in the bank to last for a few more weeks. And I thought I was a prepper. I thought I was, you know, mindful of what's going on. But I, I took a huge gamble and a huge risk to move out here and do everything from scratch. And I was jobless for about three weeks. Ran out of money. Thankfully, I didn't run out of food because I had about a month's supply on hand, but that wasn't enough. And so that's really woke me up to, okay, that's the worst disaster that's going to happen to me quickly. Yeah, I think uh, guys like both you and me, Scott, uh, we are both, uh, I guess you would call us entrepreneurs. I don't particularly like that uh, that term, but uh, we, I guess, are not satisfied with, with the status quo. Absolutely. <clears throat> Looks like we've got a caller on line three. Great. We're going to go ahead and bring him on here. Hello, caller. You're on. Who are we talking to? About, uh, this is Steve. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Well, how about yourself? Doing good. What do you, what do you got going on today? Is this going to be a regular uh, thing on K-Talk? Yes. Every Wednesday morning, we're going to be here from 9 to 10, and we're just going to be... Uh, Shooting the proverbial breeze, if you will, on preparedness and what's going on. Yeah, and keep in mind uh, that uh, this is our first show, our first time uh, working the control boards, and so uh, maybe a bit of a train wreck this morning, but uh, we appreciate <laughs> your patience with us and uh, learning uh, how to okay. both do this and talk about prepping at the same time. So what a good topic. Good show. Thank I, you. I had a couple of questions. Uh, as far as uh, I, I've read a couple of books that w we do and we don't have uh, uh, an imminent threat from fallout or nu nuclear attack, uh, and if if that if we do have a threat, what is your feelings on that? And if we and if and if there is a threat in the future, what can we do to prepare to that? Uh, prepare for that here in, in Utah, in this area, because that's something I've heard very very little about as far as preparedness is concerned. Uh, you know, do we need to get iodine? What what are some of the things that are are needed to, to prepare for a fallout if there's an attack on the 
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. On the West Coast, or even here locally, if there was an attack, what do we need to do? Build shelters? What's uh, yeah, ab- Absolutely. Idea? I appreciate your question. It's a kind of a heavy question for one of our first questions of the, of the morning and of the show. Uh, but uh, it absolutely is a concern that we need to be aware of. Um, and I think that the part that I am more aware of and more preparing for is I do take iodine every day and I give it to my kids. And the reason I do is because not necessarily of uh, imminent attack or anything like that, of uh, nuclear attack or anything, but uh, more of the increased uh, radiation in the atmosphere from a lot of different sources. One could be from is from Fukushima, uh, other from other nuclear power plants that are l- currently leaking around the country and around the world that are just not in the mainstream news. But if you do some searching out there, and that's one thing that I'll point out on a regular basis is w- I won't necessarily get into the topics uh, and talk about the details, uh, but I'll point you to different news sources and to maybe different words, like the word Fukushima. If you haven't heard of that, of that before, you should uh, do some searching online. There's a lot of information about it. And so, in general, our um, acceptable um, rate of uh, nuclear radiation in the atmosphere has gone up, and the government has adjusted uh, what they believe and what they feel is acceptable, they've adjusted it upwards. Whereas before, and I don't have the numbers uh, right off my head, but it has more than doubled the the what the acceptable exposure rate in, in the atmosphere is. And so now it's acceptable, but it actually isn't. So uh, if you're not, you should be taking some uh, iodine, especially younger kids. Uh, they should be taking an iodine supplement to help protect themselves. Uh, from radiation exposure. And, and, you know, I have a little Geiger counter that uh, I watch, and it's, uh, we're relatively safe here in Utah. And there are online resources you can look and see what kind of a, um, radiation exposure that uh, certain areas of the country are, are being exposed to. And I'll look that up, and I can, I can let you know what that is. And you can pick up the little radiation meters, too. You can get, there's some simple ones you can get at pretty much any preparedness outlet. I know Emergency Essentials has a few different styles. Um, you, you actually have them here at the uh, at the radio station for free. So if you want one, come on down. That's news to me. That's awesome. I might just that grab a cool. few on my way out just to add to my pack. But, yeah, the, the reality is is we don't know exactly what could happen, but we can prepare as best we can. And here's the thing is as best we can. Don't go out and just build a shelter. If you've got resources and you've got expertise and you can do that, go ahead. By all means, that's up to you. But I'm not going to petition everyone else else out there to go out and start building a bomb shelter in their backyard to to worry about this type of thing i like i like shane's approach take small everyday conscious efforts to just kind of head yourself up and be prepared you know iodine tablets iodine 
drops. Those are smart things to do just to help take care of your body in the yeah, first place. Yeah, your tablets are for uh, kind of a large-scale event if you have uh, a lot, lot of exposure. But by keeping a uh, good iodine in your system, and, you know, most salt is iodized, so you should have take iodized salt, but also just taking, you know, a liquid supplement of iodine every day uh, helps protect your thyroid from, uh, you know, from absorbing any bad radiation. Does that help to answer your question, Stephen? Uh, yes, that's very good advice. I hadn't even thought about that in, in the tsunami, in, tsunami in, in Japan and what the effects were when the, when the uh, power plant uh, went down. But I, I do have a follow-up question, if I may, and that is I, I don't hear a let whole me, lot about let me, actually, uh, let me put you on hold. We're heading into our break right now. Can you stay on the line, and we'll come back to you as soon as we get back? Uh, okay, I'll try. Awesome. Thank you. Armory Shooting Range, located at 248 West 9210 South in Sandy, is Utah's newest and largest indoor shooting range. The Armory features 18 climate-controlled lanes with state-of-the-art target carriers and air system. The Armory has a vast selection of rental guns for use on the range, including machine guns. The Armory's facility and firearm training programs are designed with your personal safety and enjoyment as a priority. Many services are offered, including classes, gunsmithing, and a cutting-edge training simulator. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced marksman, the in-depth training, highly qualified instructors, and custom-designed facility will get you to where you want to be as a shooter. Head on in to experience the newest indoor shooting range in the state, just off the freeway at 248 West 9210 South in Sandy, online at armoryshootingrange.com, or call 801-447-1789. The Armory Shooting Range, just off the freeway at 248 West 9210 South in Sandy. Is your furnace giving you trouble? Or perhaps you didn't get around to replacing that old AC unit this summer. CTR Heating and Air is the locally owned and operated HVAC company you can trust. Check them out on Angie's List. They're also Gephardt approved and have years of experience that will assure your home is the perfect temperature all year round. Turn to the experts. CTR Heating and Air is an authorized dealer for Carrier, the leading name in furnace and air conditioning systems. Yes, CTR Heating and Air offers the best price in quality furnace and AC equipment, but they also service most manufactured brands. And CTR will always provide you with a straightforward assessment of the service required to have your furnace or AC unit running smoothly and efficiently. Get ready for the cold weather. Take advantage of CTR's early bird furnace tune-up special for the low price of $39 or a complete furnace diagnostic for only $59 free with any repair. Call today, 801-999-4220. That's 801-999-4220. 801-999-4220. Or visit them online at ctrheatingandair.com. Welcome to Staples. How can I help you? Hey, Staples guy, I need to promote my new business and do it on budget. I can make that happen. Can you print business cards? Staples can print business cards, brochures, banners. Pens? Pens, magnets, luggage tags. Calendars. Calendars, sticky notes, lawn signs, and window decals. What about foam fingers? What color? Red, yellow, blue. You had me at yellow. Make on budget happen, make getting noticed happen. Staples, make more happen. Now at Staples, get 40% off large banners, posters, and lawn signs. Offer valid on all large banners, posters, and lawn signs in store and online and 62715. Discount applied before taxes may not be combined with any other offer. See store staples.com slash signs for details. The Honda Dream Garage sales event has great deals on almost everything we make, like generators for backup power. And the techno-packed Honda Odyssey with rear-view camera standard for backup power. So go! You've got a garage to fill. During the Dream Garage sales event, get 0.9% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on a 2015 Odyssey. Now, at your Honda dealer. 
Confirm safe conditions before backing up. Rearview camera doesn't display all info about conditions and objects behind vehicle. See your local dealer for financing details. I'm getting kind of have to laugh. That is the funniest intro. Armageddon. Yeah, Welcome I, back, everybody. I picked that music. Shane, Shane is our, our music aficionado. We uh, we lost Stephen. Thank you so much for your call. But if you guys want to call in, the phone number to call in is 801-254-5855. Again, that's 801-254-5855. You can also catch us on Twitter right now. We're tweeting live. And you can follow us at KTKK. You can also follow us on Instagram at KTalk Radio. And of course, we're always available to talk on Facebook at KTalk K Utah. So we were talking about, well, I guess we were just talking about natural disasters, kind of what to do with the uh, radiation, radiation fallout, and what's, what's to be expected. But let's talk, kind of back it down a little bit, and let's talk about everyday preparedness. I've got that website here. Oh, it's first called let's jump to that. NETC. Dot, dot com. Uh, it actually tracks radiation throughout the country. So very simple uh, website. Take a look at it. Perfect. Thank you, Shane. So let's talk everyday preparedness. What are you guys doing every day to make sure you're okay for a scenario? Do you have a 72-hour kit? Do you know what a 72-hour kit is? Or another term for it is a bug-out bag. You know, some people think that as soon as something happens, I got to get out of town. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about what you're doing to take care, take care of your family in your own home, in your shelter. And we'll talk about the, both those theories, whether it's the bug out or the bug in or shelter in place theory. I'm a shelter in place kind of guy. Bug out's kind of my last resort. Prepare guy, what do you do? Agreed. I, I have what's called I call and other people call a bug home bag or a bug in, maybe a bug in bag, but a bug home bag. So most of the time I find myself here, you know, in Utah, not terribly far away from my home base. And uh, if there's an emergency, I have the supplies. I need my car. Uh, with a with a pack and you know whatever else I might need that if uh, I get to find myself stranded that I can uh, uh, get home on foot and that's one thing I teach my kids if they're on, going on a trip with with their fa- with their friends or whatever uh, I always say and they laugh at me on a regular basis I say be prepared to walk home wherever they might go you know it's funny Shane every time I see you outside of the radio well today's our first day on the radio huh so every time I see Shane if I'm wearing flip flops he busts my chops right away. And I'm like, hold on. I've got extra socks, extra shoes in the car. What he calls it, what did you call it again? Your My bug home bag. Bug home bag. I call it my get home bag. You know, I also have in my ba- in my car, I have a bag with 96 hours worth of food and water for three people. Well, as a realtor, I feel like it's kind of my responsibility. If I get stranded with my clients, I need to keep them alive until I can sell them a house, right? It just <laughs> makes sense. Um, but I may be an hour and a half drive time away from home. Well, that equates to a long day of walking if I get stranded, something happens. Heaven forbid. But the reality is, is no one bag is the right solution for every situation. And And no no bag right off the shelf is going to fit all of your needs either. Absolutely. I I completely agree with the, I I do have a bit of a problem with 72-hour kits that you buy. Uh, if you put it together yourself, you're, I think you're so much better off. Um, but I think, as Scott was saying, I'm also a bug-in kind of guy. I'm not uh, not bugging out. And, ha- and we can talk about that either now or in you know future weeks. But uh, uh, that's a huge topic. And I consider that the quintessential 
uh, part of being a prepper or considering yourself a prepper, whether you're going to bug in, whether you're going to bug out, if you've got a bug out location, uh, if you got your bug out bag, your bug in bag, your bug home bag, whatever. <laughs> we, yeah, we, everybody has their own philosophy. Whenever you meet a prepper, they're usually not eager to tell you that they're a prepper. That's kind of the national rule of prepping. First rule is you don't talk about prepping. Second rule is pretty much the same as the first. It's you never talk about prepping. And that's because a lot of people think as a prepper that they become a target once they start telling people what they have or what they do. And sure, there's going to be bad guys that are always willing to take away from the people that have. doesn't matter if you're a prepper or not. doesn't matter if there's a disaster or not. Those people are still going to exist either way. The reality, though, is for me, that rule, I broke that rule three years ago, and I've been breaking it ever since. Because I felt like not enough people were taking common everyday measures to make sure that their family's safe from whatever could happen, whether it is Absolutely. a catastrophic event, such as a huge magnitude earthquake here in Utah that affects a lot of people. You know, if that does happen, goodbye power grid, goodbye water, goodbye sewer, goodbye gas. How are you going to survive? What are you going to do? You know, and that's one thing I do on a regular basis. I'll throw that word out there when I'm talking to people and some people do know what prepper mean, what to be a prepper means, and some say I've never heard the term before, which is you know a little surprising, but uh, but I can understand, especially after I jumped on uh, Urban Dictionary here online and reading <laughs> some of the the uh, uh, what people have posted about prepper, and it's it it's it's uh, pretty uh, concerning actually, in my opinion, uh, where some are, are uh, here's here's one comment that says uh, uh, where it links preppers to a strong paramilitary aspect. Uh, that you carry your bullets and batteries and water and everything, and and it's there. There's definitely that aspect out there, um, but uh, in general, that's not who we are. Yeah, there's. I think there's a spectrum, and I I talk to you about this all the time. There's a spectrum of prepping, and you've if you've watched the TV show Doomsday Preppers, and if you're familiar with that one at all, that is the complete end of one of the, of the spectrum. And I would say that on a scale of one to ten, that's an eleven, um, meaning paranoia it definitely derogatory call yeah call absolutely derogatory i think a prepper the better i guess terminology is just prepared you know the the smart way to live was how our parents and grandparents did things i mean they had a garden mm-hmm. you know how many people do you know have a garden now and tend to it every day how many people actually can their own food it's a lot safer it's pesticide free well whatever you put on it is you know what's on it you know, it could be pesticide-free if you're doing it pesticide-free, but it's the most controlled substance you've got is your own food that you grow and you can yourself. You know, when you go buy something at the store, you're always taking a risk. When you buy something at a farmer's market, you're taking a risk as well. Whatever you bring into your house is what you're going to eventually use or throw away if you don't use it, you know, or it's going to decay. I mean, you're going to have problems, but if you look back a few generations ago, we had all these skills and we had all these normal everyday practices that today are completely ignored by most of the population. Everyone's on demand. Oh, I can download movies. Yeah, and I can order food. They're going to deliver it right to my door. I don't even have to put my clothes on. I can answer the door, grab my pizza, and go back to the TV. But you can also look at into the way we live that has changed over, over the, the decades. Um, living in a small apartment, you have no oppor- opportunity to, to have a garden. Um, living in our high-density cities, there's we've really handicapped ourselves that way. You know, actually, I have a friend that lives in Denver. He actually does a lot of stuff with the local TV station there. He has an apartment, but he has a full garden. 
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. He has a vertical grow garden on his balcony. Mm -hmm. And during the winter, he puts a seven millimeter tarp that's a, uh, just one of those painter tarps around the outside of it and keeps the heat in so that he's growing year round. And I, I thought at first when he started doing that, I'm like, that's kind of crazy, but cool. And now I'm like, holy smokes, that's amazing. He's got herbs, he's got carrots, he's mm -hmm. got, and it's all in a vertical garden. So he's got basically a 20 by 20 garden in a space of about two feet by two feet that just so happens to be eight feet tall. And it may not be enough to sustain him and his family in that little apartment, but he's, at least he's learning how to do it. Absolutely. And it's a really clever solution. And that's one of the things that I love about PrepperCon. Going to PrepperCon, I, we, we created the whole event because I love prepping, and I hadn't found an event that was exciting. And I go to this event... I created this event, and then I go to it, and I wish I could have just enjoyed it, but I was working the whole time, so I was mad, crazy, I tried chaos. To, tried to help it that way, but... But it blew me away much. how many cool concepts that have been brought back into light, that they took something that was easy to do 20 years ago, and they made it even easier to do now in smaller spaces with more turnaround. Like, the, the amount of food you can get off a vertical garden is four times what you can get off of a normal garden. We're restricted by seasons normally with a garden. Grow vertically inside your house, now you're year-round. Yeah, a lot of great uh, applications, a lot of great solutions for, for us preppers out there to really be uh, self-reliant and, and be more more prepared. Yeah, And I say more prepared because you can't always be 100% prepared for anything. Nope. But uh, that's, I think, what we're really here for is to try and help give you the knowledge and the, the awareness. Um, but just like it, you know, in the old... Uh, Days of uh, my youth, uh, when you watch the School Rock, uh, that uh, uh, and and the days of GI Joe, your knowing is half the battle. It's absolutely true. Absolutely. Speaking of GI Joe, we actually had Michael Hawk. I don't know if, if you guys know who he is. He's a really fun character. He was at PrepperCon. He uh, he runs a couple different things. One of the things he does um, is he invents gear. Um, he's a former Green Beret special ops guy. He invents gear. He's got one that we actually reviewed on our website. If you go to preppercon.com, you can actually see some of his, the gear reviews for his HASP. It's a hatchet, yeah, Preppercon TV, axe, spade, shovel. Like yeah. it's a lot of cool tools in one. So he does that, but he also has a couple TV shows he's been on. TV shows he's been on, uh, Man, Woman, Wild. He's also um, part of the executive producer team of that TV show, Naked and Afraid, which mm -hmm. I think is kind of crazy. Um, if I've got a shirt, I might as well wear it. Why would I want to leave it and go into the woods? That's just nuts. Um, but he actually, he and David Holiday, who's done, um, he was big with Castaway. They did a big, True huge talk on survival and, and actually let's take a call instead before I go into this.
All right, caller number three. Who's this? Hey, how are you doing today? Good. What do you got going on? You there? Can barely hear you. Can you hear me now? There we go. We got you. What question do you got for us today? Well, I just wanted to comment on on the food that you get from the grocery stores now. It seems like, I don't know what it is, whether they've just been in stored for a long period of time or their growing methods, but, I mean, I garden myself, and, you know, my son and I, we do a lot of taste comparison between store-bought food and you know, the vegetables that were grown in our garden. There's such a difference. Absolutely. I think the the biggest difference for me that I notice uh, immediately is uh, the d- nutritional value of that kind of food um, because they're using pesticides and and uh, not may- maybe not doing proper crop rotation, not that I'm an expert on any, any of that, but uh, even especially with all the processed foods that we eat, the nutrition value is so low and we just don't get what our bodies need out of that kind of food. Well, I mean, I notice that my, I grow my own, I have my own chickens, you know, the chicken eggs. Nice. You know, eating the chickens, you know, and, and it's, it's unbelievable the, the taste difference between a store-bought egg and the, the, the eggs that my chickens are laying. You can see it in the whites. You can see it in the yolk. Well, and they last longer, too. I mean, you buy a store-bought eggs, they, they pasteurize them. People don't realize that's what happens to an egg, but they pasteurize it. It's, it's a process that strips it of the protective coating that's around the eggshell itself, and then that's what causes it to go bad, right? Well, an egg that comes right out of the mother, you know, it's got that protective enzyme. It's, it lasts longer. It's cleaner. It's healthier. And you know what you fed your chickens, right? Oh, yeah. I let them oh. go free-ranging all the time. That's the best form. And so now you've got the best. We've got chickens and, and eggs at our place, too, and I love it. It's the best. We actually process chicken every couple of weeks, and it tastes so much better than store-bought. Yeah, and you appreciate amazing. it a lot more. I mean, it's a it's a hard process to go through, for, especially the first time. But the gratitude that you have for that animal and for that process, it's infinitely getting bigger and bigger every time I have to do it. Well, and, I mean, I can. I, I just it, it kind of makes me nervous. That just just the the truth of the difference in taste. I, I just wonder what they do to the food when you know you're buying it from large corporations. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's incredible yeah, what you they sh- do. You should be nervous. Yeah, we should all be nervous. I think more people need to be doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for your call. Yeah, you bet, buddy. Take care. All right, we've got another caller. Oh, looks like we just lost him. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, welcome to the call. What's your name? My name is Chris. Chris, thanks. thanks for calling in. Yeah. What do you got going on today? Well, I'd just like to commend you guys. Finally, there's a show that teaches us what we can do about our declining political situation. <laughs> Usually everything's out of our control, but not in the case of food storage and preparation. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, and I and I, say, I tell everybody that's about the only thing we've got left nowadays. Well, it's funny. We but, were talking uh, about hedging for finance, you know, with the, with the economic situation going on in the world. One of the easiest things you can do to hedge against finances is to buy food storage. Because you're buying it at today's dollar rate and you're eating it tomorrow or the next day or maybe in two years, you know, and you're still, you still bought it at today's rate. So you're hedging against inflation. So all the unknowns of what's going on in the economy, I think growing your garden and storing your own food, I think that's one of the best things you can do to protect, protect yourself against an unknown economy and an unco- unknown geopolitical 
climate. We don't we don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, we will be talking more about that kind of stuff as well, about geopolitics a little bit and current events and so forth. And I think it's important to uh, at least not maybe not get terribly involved or deeply involved uh, or uh, uh, in in those events because you have to know what's going on. That, again, that's knowledge. Knowledge is power, and you have to know what's going on around you in order to be prepared. What's your What's your food storage look like? What do you do? Do you can do you buy your 20-year shelf life stuff. What's your plan? I've got a lot of the typical food storage items like uh, wheat and legumes, but uh, the majority of my food storage is honey. I've got over a 1,000 pounds in my basement. Wow. And, and it, it never, theoretically, it never goes bad. I don't know if you know anything about that. Yeah, forgive the pun, but that is sweet. <laughs> yeah, honey, honey is one of the most shelf-sustainable products out there. It, as long as you keep it clean and it's sealed, it from my understanding, it doesn't go bad. And, and it would be It'll, a great b- great bartering item for yourself, too, you know, if, if you don't have other things you need. Yeah, if something bad happens, you, that's, that's, it's gold. I mean, that's really what it is. It's that's li- what food becomes. Gold. You know, all of our food is the best, in my opinion, the best trading commodity you can have in an after-disaster scenario. I mean, number one, you're going to be able to help your family and help your neighbors. But number two, if you need tools that you don't have to help rebuild... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You've got honey. You've got other food that you can use as, as barter items that people are going people are going to be wanting so bad. You'll easily be able to get the tools or the other resources you need to or labor to get things taken care of on the other end of things. Yeah, and and one thing that uh, you know I, I consider as well is you know there are a lot of things that us preppers stock up on. I guess we got a hard break coming yep, up here. Yeah, unfortunately we got to stop coming. Thank you for your call. Hey, uh, remember, I, I, I haven't asked my question yet. Let me put you on hold, and we'll come right back to you when we get back to the break. I recently met with a homeowner who was ready to retire but felt trapped in his job because his retirement funds had gone down substantially over the last few years and he needed the income from his job to make payments on his home. In reviewing his options, he realized a reverse mortgage would pay off his current loan, give him some money to take care of much needed repairs and eliminate his monthly mortgage payment completely. If you own your home and you're 62 or older, you may qualify for a reverse mortgage that will help you meet your retirement goals. I have years of experience helping Utah homeowners and will help you find the right solution for your financing needs. With a 10-minute call, I can help you find out how you qualify and how a reverse mortgage can help you. Call me today, Alan Blood, 298-5887. That's Alan Blood with Capital Financial, 801-298-5887, NMLS number 3146. I'm smiling because I can enjoy my life again without worrying about the IRS or how I'm going to support my family. My friends told me about TaxDebtPros.com, a local Utah full-service tax resolution company. The professionals at TaxDebtPros.com did a free case analysis and explained everything to me clearly in a language I can understand. They got right to work, and now I'm paying a small portion of what I did before. The best part is I got my life and smile back. 
Do you have IRS problems? The local experts at TaxDebtPros.com assist business owners and individuals in resolving tax issues. They can help reduce your tax debt and penalties, assist with IRS audits, stop wage garnishment, tax liens and levies, and prepare unfiled tax returns. Get help now. TaxDebtPros.com will completely handle your case with the IRS and take your stress away so you can start smiling again. Visit them online at TaxDebtPros.com or call them today. 801-878-0363 to schedule your free case analysis. Hi, this is Alan Blood with Capital Financial Group. With home values increasing and low rates still available, now is the perfect time to refinance your home. Capital Financial Group, we have loan programs to fit your refinance needs, whether you want to pull cash out from your home, decrease your interest rate and monthly payment, or just reduce your loan to a 15-year payoff. We have programs that will help you refinance even if your income or credit is less than it used to be or if you're underwater on your mortgage. Instead of getting lost in the shuffle of a big bank or paying high fees at a credit union, call us and we'll help you refinance with the best rates and lowest closing costs for you. You may even qualify for one of our no-closing-cost loans. Call me today, Alan Blood, at 801-298-5887 to start saving money on your mortgage now. 801-298-5887, NMLS number 3146. Hi, I'm David Pickup, co-founder of the National Therapist Task Force. On Monday, October 26th, I'll be in Salt Lake City for a rare one-day conference featuring this nation's finest experts on the most critical moral issues of our day, including doctors and therapists whose jobs are at risk for speaking politically incorrect truths about the medical and social science research being covered up. Legal experts who will show how activist judges are purposefully violating the Constitution and pass whose religious liberty has been violated, how they are fighting back and winning. You'll hear from ex-gays who are silenced, children of gay parents, and even testimonials of transgendered regret. Join us to learn the untold and censored stories. Together, we'll unite around a positive action plan to preserve marriage, family, and religious liberty. Register today online at k-talk.com. Tickets range from $20 to $50 for an action-packed day. That's k-talk.com. All right, everybody, thank you for holding on with us. We're excited to be here. We've still got our caller on, and we almost skipped this question. So are you still there? So, yeah, so I've got my two-year supply of honey. I'm just working on my two-year supply of, of locusts now. Do you know where I can get some of those? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious, or... Uh... <laughs> no, if we have a plague, there should be plenty of those around, right? <laughs> I would plague. imagine, yes. They'll always be there when we don't need them. That's kind of the general rule of locust. <laughs> anyway, no, that's not my question. All right. So I, I have access to relatively cheap water containers. They're, I think, 250 gallons. Uh, problem is I, I cannot fit them inside my house, so they have to be outside somewhere. And my wife won't let me keep them in the garage. That's uh, where mine are. Mine are in my garage. Yeah, then they are plastic. And I'm just afraid they'll freeze and break. So do you have any clever ideas on how I might be able to store those outside? Oh, that's a, that's a good big qu- in a huge hole. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. Um, and I've, I've struggled with that same question as well because I have those totes as well. I, I guess you're, you're talking about the ones that are on pallets, have a metal cage, and they're plastic totes. Those are exactly. a f- fantastic way to store water. They're inexpensive. Uh, although my concern with them is, of course, you've got to uh, make sure when you buy them, you got to make sure that they've only had food products in them and not chemicals because there are a lot of them that have chemicals in them. 
have had chemicals stored in them, and those are less expensive. Um, and they are somewhat clear. Typically, you don't want to store your water in clear containers. So I have my totes in my garage. I've sacrificed my parking space, and I've covered that up with wood so that it doesn't get exposed to sunlight. Um, right. And other than that, outside, um, I think my next step will be, because I'm going to be adding more of those, I'm going to get a 20-foot shipping container and put it on the side of my house. Uh, oh, wow. And I'm going to cover that up with, and that's another thing I kind of do on the side, shipping containers. But uh, I'm going to cover that up with cedar so it doesn't look like a shipping container. And uh, that's where I'm going to have my, my water storage in there. And it's a much easier to control the climate in there. You know, because you have 250 gallons, they're not very easily going to freeze. That's a lot of water to freeze. Um, yeah. I, and it, obviously, since it's plastic, it will expand. And I don't think you'll have much of a concern, but I don't have any personal experience with that. But my next plan is to take them out of my garage and put them into either a shed or a, a container. And a shed is, is a know. solution that a couple of guys I know do. They actually they created two small sheds. Um, and they insulated them. You know, a 250-gallon container is not going to freeze through. Um, you will get some ice buildup in there, but it's not going to freeze all freeze solid. It's not going to burst the plastic. And one from thing, what I've seen, another thing you can do to keep it from freezing, have a 100-watt light bulb in that shed. That alone will put off enough heat to keep it from freezing. Depending on you know, as long as your shed's insulated, and it's not a terribly large shed, maybe have a couple of 100-watt lights going in there to keep that warm. Okay. Yeah. So the the yeah, you're giving me some ideas. Maybe some hay bales, too. Just cover it in hay bales. Hay bales is a great insulation. Absolutely good yeah. idea. Protect it from the sunlight as well. And make sure hey, you're, yeah, all, hey. you're rotating that water, too. It's only good for a certain amount of time. Um, and I'm not a water expert, but I know that there's there's stuff you can put in with your water to help keep it longer. Um, but bacteria can grow. The biggest issue is the sunlight. So if you keep it out yeah. of the sunlight, Absolutely. you're going to be the safest that way. Yeah, typically, your tap water has enough uh, uh, chlorine in it to keep it fresh for really a couple of years. Some will, will say one year. Uh, I just changed mine after two years, took a nice big drink out of it, tasted, really it tasted great. Uh, I, what I do, I put a little bit of uh, lemon um, uh, essential oils in it as well to kind of help protect flavor. Okay, hey, those are some good ideas. I look forward to hearing from you guys in the future. Well, thanks for your hey, call. Hey, thank you so much. Keep listening. You bet. Bye now. Looks like we've got another call here. All right, we got a new caller. What's your name? Hi, this is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for calling in. What do you got today? Well, a couple of things. Um, we have found that um, even though I am not my brother's keeper, he is my brother. So therefore, um, we have moved to helping people get prepared. We do big group buys on all kinds of different things. And that has in turn provided us help in our own preparedness. Awesome. And in the process of doing so, um, we have learned several things that I would have never even considered. There are people out there um, concerned about going camping together, and they're all Biomese tents. We go to a preparedness class down in Spring City every month. It's open to the public. A very qualified man um, gives it, and in this class, they were discussing living in tents and how everybody is buying these big elaborate tents and how um, high, I don't know how you call it, how tall they are. To walk into a tent, it's mm-hmm. got to be at least six foot tall. Right. And people are going to be pinching these tents everywhere. And depending on where they're located, there could be a very 
big gust of wind come through. And what's going to happen when that gust of wind comes through is the tent's going to take off. Um, years ago, we used to sell dehydrated food storage, and we went to Park City area, and everybody was there with their little gazebo set up, you know, selling their wares and teaching people. And and we left and came back the next day, and there was a gust of wind that had come down this canyon and took out all these tents, all these gazebos. They were gone. They were Some of them were clear down the road. Some poles were bent. It was just obliterated. Yeah, I, I think and it's a good idea to have a, have a tent, even a large family tent like, like what you're talking about, uh, although um, it is definitely a temporary shelter in my opinion. Uh, there are concerns with, with security, being able to, to keep it secure, your family and your possessions secure. Um, but uh, it, I think you definitely need to have a family tent in case you need to evacuate quickly. You need to bug out quickly. If there's some you know, a natural disaster like an earthquake and your, your house is destroyed, very important to have a good tent. I think more important is, is to have the skills to be able to build a, a shelter. Because like you said, wind's going to knock out a tent pretty quickly if it's not securely staked into the ground. Um, and well, even can I give you a suggestion, what yes. I learned in this class, where, where my conversation was leading to? Absolutely. They, they recommended, and these guys are tried and true, they get these products and they go out and use them, and it's experience that tells them this is what you need to do. So the one gentleman stood up and said that when he was younger, his family had something to do with sheep herding. And what they would do is they would make their tents so that they were like four foot off the ground, and then Mm -hmm. they would dig a trench that would go down into the ground, and you could walk down into the ground and still be able to stand up inside this tent. You would have some um, natural benches because of the the ground that you didn't dig out, and they would... um, have in one little corner an area where they could cook on the on the ledges. I don't know if you can picture this, but on the ledges is where they would lay their sleeping, you know, their their um, cots or, or sleeping bags, yeah. you know, whatnot. If you've got a and visual example of that, please feel free to hop on our, our Facebook page and share that link. I think a lot of listeners would like to see that. I'm, I'm a pretty visual guy, so it's easy for me to see that. I think a lot of people would struggle trying to identify what you're talking about. But this is also exactly why we'd like to have people like yourself call in and give us other ideas and give our listeners you know, other ideas and really what they can do. And, and if you have just a simple tent, yeah, maybe there's ways to make that tent uh, more uh, secure, um, last longer. Um, you know, I've seen uh, putting a tent over a tent uh, in case of you know heavy, heavy snowfall or, or heavy winds and so forth. So there's a lot of different uh, things you can do out there. Well, one other thing with the 55-gallon water barrels, um, dig a hole in the ground, and they become a root cellar. Absolutely. There's a lot of things you can do those with those, uh, the 55-gallon as well as the large totes as well. Fantastic. So where is, where is your group on Facebook? What's it called? So you can follow us on Facebook. It's just K-Talk Radio, so K-T-A-L-K Radio, and you'll find us right there on Facebook. Feel free to throw your content up there. Follow us there. You can also follow us. Uh, the Prepared Guy is also on Facebook. And you can also follow PrepperCon on Facebook. All three of them, great resource. Uh, we're trying to share as much information out there as we can and get really a lot more involvement from our listeners as we possibly can. We've actually got another caller, so we're going to jump off with you and, and let them 
give them a chance to talk. But Thanks thank you call. so much for your call. Mm-hmm. Caller, thanks for calling in. You are on air. What's your name? Larry. Larry, thanks for calling in. What have you got for us today? Oh, a bunch of stuff. Hey, um, when you put it, dig a dig the floor out in the tent, you're going to have to put a oh a berm around the outside to keep the rain. Absolutely. And uh, as far as latrines, if you have some bags of lime, it kills the smell and all that. As well as charcoal from your from your fire pit as well. That's a great way to thing to yeah, use as the well. The lime works really good though; it kills the germs and stuff. Fantastic. Fantastic. And there's also uh, you can also take 55 gallon drums, and there's plenty of uh, information online that you can learn how to build your own septic system as well. As far as your big plastic, you know those barrels are gonna bust. They're gonna burst. You gotta insulate them. The more water you got, the bigger volume, the more it's gonna expand. And and, and basically these plans entail burying those in the ground. So uh, creating a septic system. 30 bubbles here or even 20 will bust them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you for your call and your input. Appreciate it. you have any other questions for us? Well, I was going to tell you, uh, all this prep doesn't do us any good if you don't have organization uh, because there's going to be marauding vans that are going to come in. If you're out there by your lonesome, you know, on a wilderness area, they're just going to overwhelm you. You know, that's a good point. That brings up the, the lone wolf well, versus I did run organized into somebody. group. What's that? I ran into somebody on the church prep committee. She's like, I don't know, a big shot in it. And she says that uh, we're all going to be living in tents up in the plateaus on some mountains. She says if you stay here, you get killed. Yeah, it's, you, that's definitely a concern. Um, and we can we're definitely talk about that in uh, in future weeks. Um, uh, security yeah, was, is, you I know, like, like was, Scott was saying, is the lone wolf versus the uh, organized group. And I'm definitely well, f- not for being a lone wolf out uh, when it comes down just, to uh, you could survival. Just stay here. If you stayed here and had communications, you can be organized. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. The more the more people you have on your side, the more people that you're working with on a on a day to day basis, the safer you're going to be. I mean, you just build up your community, and that's really what preparedness is about. It's strengthening your family, strengthening your community, and having a, a smart, organized plan to be able to respond to the disasters or the challenges that come your way. And that's I think mean, where it yeah. comes down to being, uh, talking about uh, bugging in or bugging out. Um, and if you're bugging out, uh, you better have a really good plan. You better be bugging out with others as well and have a place to go. Because uh, being by yourself, you're, n- you're not going to be safe, just like you're saying, caller. All right, we're well, almost out of time. We got one one more caller we're going to take. We're going to jump off. Thanks with for your you call. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for your call. Thanks for calling in. You're on on the air right now. What's your name? Um, my name's Karen. I was just wondering, where do you get those water, those big water totes that you're talking about? I find the best deal for those usually on KSL. Yep. Um, search KSL. Make sure you're getting the food grade ones only. Anything that's had a chemical, as the prepared guy said. Anything that had chemicals is going to be very detrimental. You cannot clean those out enough to be to make them clean. And sometimes okay. you can go to uh, places that you know that that prepare food that use those types and get them buy them directly. But most of the time, yeah, KSL is going to be your best resource for both the 55 gallon drums as well as the larger 250 gallon totes. And what? So it's a you look up 250 gallon. Tote. Yeah, just type in uh, water storage tote, water storage uh, tote, 250 gallon. I mean, They'll, they'll pop up and pretty much whatever whatever you put in there. In fact, okay. if you want to, uh, we'll make sure we put a post here online soon. Follow us on, on KTalk and on uh, PrepperCon.com. We're going to make sure we'll put some of those resources up there for you. We are running out of time. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for your call. 
And thanks everybody for yeah for calling in and making this uh, our first show. Uh, I want to say somewhat successful. Hang in there, guys. We uh, we'll be back next Wednesday, 9 a.m. In the meantime, keep prepping. Hey, Bob, how's business? Is the new website helping? Not good. I I can't figure out how to get the website finished. How did you do it? Easy. I called web.com. They built my website for free. Then they promoted it on all the search engines. Like Google, Yahoo, and Bing? Exactly. And web.com has helped grow my business so much, I had to bring on new staff. Hey, if web.com did it for you, they're perfect for me. Call now, 1-800-535-8815. That's 1-800-535-8815. Again, 1-800-535-8815. I have to get to sleep. Tom had a stressful day, and now he can't shut down at bedtime. Need sleep. To fall asleep fast, millions of people turn to Unisom Sleep Gels. They're non-habit-forming and quickly help you sleep soundly so you wake recharged. Mm. Tom? (sighs) Unisom Sleep Gels. A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed. Active ingredient diphenhydramine hydrochloride. Hey, Dad, I passed my driving test. Nice license. Shows off the facial hair, right? (laughs) facial hair. Anyway, Dad, I think it's time I had my own car. Couldn't agree more. Really? Let me just grab the laptop and hit up Dexnose.com. Let's see here. Used cars? No credit necessary. Perfect. Whoa, sweet ride. How did you do that? With Dex. When you need something here and you need it now... You gotta Dex it. So, let's use Dex to find you... Hey, I'm Mike. Nice facial hair, kid. Who's he? Top-rated mechanic. The way you drive, you'll need one. Good call. Hey, Mike, you need any help in the front office? You need a job? No, but my son does. I do. How else are you gonna pay for all of this? Oh. Need something local and need it now? Find it with Dex. In the book at DexKnows.com or on your mobile phone. You'll get the sharpest local info, reviews, and advice fast. Dex, results for the here and now. You're listening to Utah's first number one talk station. K-Talk AM 630 KTKK Sandy Salt Lake City. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Still flooding in the face of a gun. I'm Chaz Henry. Disaster on a scale they've not experienced before. That's South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham's assessment of how his state has suffered from recent rains and flooding. There's nothing to compare this to. We've had Hurricane Hugo that was devastating. But this is when inland has touched more places in South Carolina. Almost every county was affected in some fashion. Republican presidential. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.